0: time with me for a spell, back to when the wild things were not for sale, and what was everybody, good evening. I am Lady Stars and Fire, and I'm here with Hill Hippie.
1: Holy crap, the video does me no justice. I'm all gray and just gnarly.
0: <laughs> am I blurry over there? Yeah. I wasn't sure. Okay, this is Otherland Dreams, everybody, because I forgot to say that at the beginning. Huh? Fair enough. <laughs> <I was laughs> like, uh,
1: Welcome to Otherland <laughs> Dreams! <laughs> I was
0: like, um... Oh, yeah. Maybe I should say what you're listening to. It might help. (laughs) Oops. Anyway. So, tonight we're going to be talking about um, the different gods and, you know, the different gods that resurrected, so to speak. You know, dying and were raised again, so to speak. But before we do... That would be
1: the definition of resurrection. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Thanks. (laughs) But before we do, I went over to... The Grove of Bright Brassings today, and I got a new deck of cards, and it's awesome. Okay. I was so freaking happy. Ever since we had them on the show before, and she had said that she thought there was a card, a deck for me, I walked in, and I was like, that's it, isn't it? She was like, yep, and I was like, (laughs) ah. So I had to to share my ah. (laughs) <laughs> so I was very happy and excited about it. But with that being said, let me get back to the show. <laughs> I just wanted to share that because I was all excited. But anyway, so for those of you who, who follow me or have been following us, you've heard us talk about, you know, a lot of different gods, a lot of different situations and spiritual beliefs. We don't really go into the religion so much. But with it being, you know, coming up on Easter, I figured it was a great time to do, you know, the dying and the resurrecting of the different gods. And on top of it, I mean, and I'm saying this out loud, and it's, I'm saying it out loud because I mean it more directed to the gods than to the listeners. I mean, no disrespect to anything or anybody or any gods, especially if I butcher your names. Dude, I'm sorry. Some of you have some really weird names, and I don't
1: mean. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that they have weird names. It's just they have. are weird to
0: me. (laughs) They have names
1: that are uh, difficult for you to pronounce because they are in dialects and uh, languages that you do not understand. Yeah. Nor do I. Yeah, exactly. Nor do most most of the listeners. Now, if we have the uh, random Argentinian listener, some of these might. uh, Oh, you got that completely wrong. What the fuck are you doing? Right. Now, mind you, <laughs> I purposely threw an Irish accent in there while depicting an Argentinian so as not to offend anybody. Yeah. Because, you <laughs> know what, that was just fucking stupid and it's fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was going through this before I got into the show, didn't I? And I had saved a whole bunch of... You know the information, and I was going back over and going, "Eh, I am so going to butcher this. I say I wrote myself little notes to try to not butcher it, so I'm saying to the gods, please don't be mad at me, (laughs) right off the bat, because I mean only well. And like I said, you, our followers, our listeners know that you know we have different beliefs, different. It's not religions, but I mean. When I speak of the upper world and stuff, we speak of, you know, different gods or people who you look up to as well. So And that goes in all different areas because I speak of Hindu a lot. I speak of Egyptian a lot. I speak of, you know, Jesus as being one of the ones that I look up to as well. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily I'm Catholic. Right. That just means that I look up to him. And my whole point with this being Easter weekend coming up is... Let's be. Let's face it, Jesus does not need a spokesman, but right. <laughs> he's got plenty.
1: <laughs> and while I, myself, I speak up to no uh, none of the gods, and I don't mean that as in, in a way of disrespect to any of the gods. It's just my personal view of the universe and existence. I believe that all the gods are the same gods or the same energy. And <clears throat> now while some of these different faiths will believe, uh, say that, our way is the only way, and if you don't believe our way, then you're not going to reach Eternal Paradise. I don't believe that. I believe that the same person who believes in Pachamama is going to believe, who believes in, uh, let's say, Odin, I believe they're all going to reach the same
0: destination.
1: Destination is a good, uh, good way to phrase it. Thank you, Lady Stars and Fire. It's a. They're going to receive uh, uh, arrive at the same destination once they trans... Uh, go past this mortal coil
0: exactly i mean like i said I, there's a lot i look up to or that i learn from but i don't necessarily pick any one in general and with that being said that's why i said let's do this on the resurrection because let's face it jesus does not need me to be a spokesperson for him now
1: now he's got plenty of them on his own.
0: exactly but so i was as i was getting into i i wanted to pull up I was just going into the internet and I, I came across a couple of different websites and stuff and pulled off like the top 10 ideas. And I say ideas because I'm sure somebody else is going to be like, no, you forgot this one or you forgot that one. This just happens to be what the website gave me. And, and it's like the top 10 ideas of resurrected gods.
1: So that would be the top 10 most known resurrected
0: gods? That's what I'm assuming. Okay. Okay. But like I said, I'm saying it that way because I'm sure there's somebody out there who's going to be like, no, you forgot so-and-so. And and yeah, I did. I don't know all of them. But as I was also digging around through that information.
1: So let's let's acknowledge there's no way we could possibly know all of them because of there's... Deities that have been lost in human history because those uh, tribes that worship one deity or another have been wiped out. Mm -hmm. So if your particular deity of choice is not represented in this list, it's not because we don't respect it or your belief in it. It's because this is the most common known deities that have been resurrected.
0: And to be blunt, I didn't write the what I wrote. I didn't write this. So I'm taking it from a website and different information of what I got. So this is just the information I pulled up from all of that stuff. But I came, as I was going into that, I came into some interesting things that I had never really acknowledged. Um, so I, I copied that so I could go over it real fast before I get into those deities or gods, so to speak. Um, dying and ri- rising gods often are questioned by scholars and looked at in different patterns because for one they are often with occult associations
1: sometimes but exactly and not that's always. more of a modern view of it than it is an old school view of it the old school view of it is the the gods that could be resurrected or uh, die and then resurrect we're not so much the higher deities as the demigods.
0: Right. Well, like I said, I was pulling this off of different information. And what I'm about to get into is I just had never put any thought into before. And that's why I saved it. Because I was like, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, a lot of them go get the idea of the occult. But that's not even where I'm trying to go with it. I did not realize that mainly they're all male. No, for at least the ones that we were talking about today. Number ten. I said mainly.
1: You said they were all male.
0: I said mainly all male, no. meaning they're not all male. Your first statement
1: was <laughs> they were all male.
0: Well, okay, i will just up right up. <laughs> but my 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 what way of meaning it was what I was coming across is there's. You hear more about male, males, male gods or deities, you know, having this than women.
1: Well, let's face it, we have uh, we've lived in a patriarchal society for most of human existence. That doesn't make it right. This is the way it has been in the past. That is our history. We can learn from it and move forward. It doesn't mean we have to erase history. SJW's <laughs> hint, hint. But that's the way our history has been. And so therefore we look at this information and use it justly. Yes, I use that word poignantly and purposefully.
0: Right. I mean, but what I was coming into is a lot of what was being questioned by scholars and stuff. And I just found it interesting. I didn't go too deep into it. I just pulled it out so that I could go over it lightly before we get into all the other, was that it was supposed to be associated that many of them had issues somehow with mother or a virgin goddess and had to deal with fertility.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, most, never, uh, most, but I
0: thought that was funny because how did I never notice any of that? See, that's one of
1: the things that drew me towards shamanism was seeing these uh, correlations between all these different faiths. Like Dionysus, uh, uh, Dionysus, uh, that's an easy one, you know, the as this goddess went and descended to the other world, because uh, she was a goddess of vegetation, the vegetation died. Her mother, Demeter, wanted her back, and she talked to the god Zeus to try to get her to come back, and Zeus talked to Hades, the god of the underworld, and said she's got to come back, but unfortunately... Persephone had already eaten one uh, a seed of the pomegranate fruit, which was one of the underworld foods. So therefore, she couldn't come back permanently. So she had to go uh, keep coming back for. Now, the research that I read said one uh, one yeah. quarter of the year, which I completely disagree with. When I took my courses and I've taken two or three different courses on uh, Greco-Roman mythology, most of those said she was gone for half a year. Which makes more sense because she disappears, the plants die, and then there's that dis- dissension of the death. And then she starts to come back when she makes her transition from the underworld back to the mortal realm, and the plants start coming back.
0: Exactly. I mean, but I I was just amazed that sometimes that I'm that dumbfounded or just that it went right over my head. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how did I not get any of that? Because as I was reading it, it was saying that. As, you know, they come back, they get their kingship. Their kingship is what they're seen with. You know, it starts to become more of rituals of sacred marriage, you know, life and death and and resurrection in general. Right. Is brought into the idea of it all. But there is also, according to scholars, a lot of this is because of, you know, a lot of it has to do with mythology, in that sense, is a lot of it is based off of imagination. A lot of it or all of it. But, but what I'm getting at is, is you know, with scholars they start questioning it all and wondering if it's really actually more about imagined being imaginated. Imaginated, <laughs> listen to me. I know. I thought that was, I was like, really? I was like, you're still fighting that one? <laughs> it's
1: all imaginative.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, we have
1: no idea what the great spirit or the great mystery or God or the polytheistic concept of gods are. I mean, we really don't fucking know. Even those of us who are awakened or shamanically trained who transcend the different realms, when we make that connection to all, uh, all and everything, when we come back, we still don't fucking know.
0: Right now. Uh, so,
1: you know, it's all theory. Until we make the full transition beyond the motor coil to reconnect with the energy abundance that is all and everything, we will never truly know. So, you know, I love how they phrase this as a soft science because you're right. It is a soft science because there's no way we're ever possibly going to know.
0: I'm sorry, I'm laughing because uh, th- this is just totally on my shamanic level of stuff. It really has nothing to do with the show. But as you're talking and what we're talking about, and I've told... Uh, some people know when I do like the videos, when I do the weekly healing messages, because I've said it before, and it just has to do with the way I do my videos and, and whatnot, that I see things in the camera, and I'm seeing, like... A vulture in the camera right now. And I'm like, life, death, rebirth. I'm like, it fits with it. And I'm just I was just laughing because as you're talking, I'm like, why are you in the camera? Sorry. Because
1: I'm right.
0: <laughs> okay. Before we get into different information about them though, just in case we run out of time, I wanna run down the names the best I can of what we looked up. And then we'll go back and go over it. Okay? All right. Easy enough. Dionysus is number 10.
1: Dionysus.
0: Dionysus is number 10. Persephone.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: Is number eight. Osiris. Mm Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm trying to get my thingy to flip. Odin. Mm Mm-hmm. Ganesh. Ganesh. Tamaraz. Tamaz. Do you even, are you on the same website for me?
1: Uh I'm getting something completely different. And the images that you show me on your research is it matched. So
0: Tamaz. Did, Tamaz. I don't I'm, I'm sorry. I, I
1: <laughs> Tamaz.
0: Tamaz. You missed one. Oh uh, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Tamaz is number four. If I go back to number five, um lemming Yes. See, I taught myself how to say it. <laughs> Um, number three is Krishna, 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 and number two was. How am I supposed to say that again? Kuitikal.
1: <laughs> it's
0: so wrong. Do you know how to say it? I even wrote myself uh, how to say it. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I, I, <laughs> what did you say? Cool? Kuitikal. He's right. Okay, like he said, it's just it doesn't want to come out of my mouth. Sorry, it doesn't. Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. It's. Just, I look at it and I'm like, no. It's
1: good on our EJ, EJ uh, EK the DJ for knowing that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That is a random god. Well played, sir.
0: Yeah, with yeah, very strange name. Not like anything normal. I mean, not like there any of them are normal, but it's way out there. What is normal? Well, I am just saying it's way out there.
1: What's way out there? What's normal? Oh,
0: shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, you make a stupid <laughs> statement.
1: I, I, come on. <laughs> this show is way out there based to some. It's all relative.
0: I guess it's... To
1: just, us and our listeners...
0: Anything to, that's really tongue-tying to me becomes way out there, I guess.
1: It's, uh, you know, to us and our listeners, this is normal. Now, you find somebody who's not into something like this, the entire show is way out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I give up. Uh, and one.
1: you throw a simple name like Poncha Mama out there, and it's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. uh, you got what? Uh, two more?
0: No, I did the last one. You I did mean, not... I had the last one still to do. Who did I miss?
1: You did Quetzalcoatl.
0: I gotta go, I'm trying to go all the way down the list to figure out where I left who I missed. He was the numbered second one, and then yeah. there was Artis. Addis. Addis.
1: And but, there's one more after that that we're gonna include on the show.
0: Oh okay, well I didn't know that. Who are we including?
1: Who is the most common resurrected God?
0: Jesus. Who
1: Jesus. Okay.
0: Sorry. But yes, but Come on, I, I didn't a... put him on the list <laughs> because, like I just said. Oh, because the...
1: everybody knows about him?
0: Right. So No, uh, no, if uh, <laughs>
1: we're gonna show honor, we gotta show honor across all the boards. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, okay. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, all righty, ready. Right. Right, do you have the same list as me, or did you go get your own?
1: No, I got the same. I saw your list. I went out and found the same website. Then I took that list, put it into a uh, an application on my, uh, on my laptop, took that list, and did my own research.
0: That's pretty much what I expected you to do, because as I read some of these, I was like, Oh, he's gonna have a failed day if I just leave it with this. But I expected you to have done exactly.
1: <laughs> now, mind you, when I was trying to do this research, I had a friend of mine that I was on Hangouts with, who was going through, a, who's been going through a, an extremely personal, t- uh, rough spot in their life, and they've been trying to come up with this answer, and this answer, and this answer, and then they wanted to talk to my, to my. Totem.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. That's just some funny shit. I know, right? <laughs>
1: Love this girl to death, but you know, you don't you don't want to talk to Bear. Bear. He's
0: grumpy a lot. <laughs> he
1: you know, I've always been of the phrase, you know, everyone says I'm out of fucks to give. No. You're not. Meet bear. bear. is out of fucks to give. <laughs> that's why I always say the problem with the world is that everybody's out of fucks to give. We all should give more fucks. You don't know what no fucks <laughs> to give means until you meet Bear.
0: Oh, <laughs> am <laughs> sorry. That's, that's funny. Okay. No, seriously. He's dead serious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if we come back to what we're talking about, <coughs> how did I pronounce it wrong? I said day- Dionysus.
1: Dionysus.
0: Dionysus is an ancient uh greek god of wine and the De- huh goddess oh sorry is an ancient greek well still this is what i was reading was god goddess oh of i'm wine. sorry i'm thinking
1: persephone yeah dionysus is the uh, I thought it was a guy or bacchus is another name for dionysus from bacchus
0: i kind of like that bac
1: b a c c h u s
0: okay was a greek god of Uh, wine and divine madness (laughs) one of um, one that was also known as twice born a number of myths which explain this also involve the death and birth and rebirth of Dionysus when Zeus made Persephone pregnant he was his wife Hera fell very jealous with rage she sent the titans to tear the infant apart they were, con- they then consumed all except for the heart, and basically was given back to Zeus, and he was reborn. on, oh, I gotta change the page. Um, uh, it was some attribute. I, I can't get that out. Att- att- attribute. I can't get it out. Att- att- attributes. Attributes. Some attributes. Uh, that looked that, like it was so
1: hard that for
0: That was. <laughs> you don't know what I was going through to pronounce these names before I came over here. <laughs>
1: I know I am proud of
0: you. Um, uh, The myth and death of the rebirth was, and I didn't even know this is a word, viniculture? Yeah. What is viniculture?
1: Stop and think about it. Homework for our listeners.
0: It just, to me, is like before culture.
1: Homework for our listeners.
0: All right, all right. At the end of homework for you. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the (laughs) at the end of the grape season, vines were cut back to appear most deadly, most dead, and until the spring when the next season came. Answer. Is that the answer?
1: No, that was a hint.
0: The recycling? Keep reading. It would not be the last time in history wine was associated with the deity and the resurrection. So it has to do with resurrection in general? Okay. I love how he just looks at me like
1: I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the grapes. Have you ever had grape vines on your property? No. When, if you've ever had grapevines on your property, and I have, now mind you, i got no more than two or three bunches off of them, so it's not like I own a vineyard or anything like that. And Let's not go crazy. I've always been a poor little stupid SOB because I've made my own mistakes in my life. But whenever you have grapes on your property, you harvest your grapes. When the fall starts to come, those grapevines, which are extending out and great and strong and true and virile, When the fall comes, they shrivel up something fierce and look completely dead. The first year I had that grapevine come up, and I got my first bunch of grapes off of them. I was like, okay, cool. I got one. I got one. One bunch of grapes. I'm glad I planted that one. I'm going to have to plant a whole thousand more in order to get me through the summer. Fall came. That thing just shriveled. I'm like, oh, man. That thing is dead crap. So I had every intention of planting a new uh, grapevine the next year. Spring came up and it just bloomed right back into life.
0: Oh, okay. Sweet, sweet. Okay, I get it. I get it.
1: Thus Dionysus. Thus Resurrection. Most of these gods that are associated with Resurrection are vegetation gods. Yes, that that was another
0: thing that I left out when I was saying that from before because I was like like I said, how did that go right over my head? Anyway. Um, the next one is Persephone. Do you want me to go into that considering you kind of already did? Uh,
1: I want to touch a couple of things on uh, Dionysus here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, he was born of a virgin on the winter solstice. Uh, some of them believe, uh, some people believe it to be the 21st or uh, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, or 25th. He is, quote, unquote, the son of the Heavenly Father, Zeus, and as the holy child, Bacchus was placed in the cradle crib manger among beasts. Huh. Persephone. Yeah. Uh, you can give uh, give your, uh, what you've uh, seen in Persephone. I'll keep quiet on this one.
0: Well, that's pretty Since much. Since I've already
1: given my uh, my real quick two cents on it.
0: Well, a lot of it was already in what I'm about to say is what you said. But uh, Persephone was the daughter of the Greek goddess Demeter. Demeter. A... There, there is
1: the one pronunciation which I really don't agree Demeter? with. Demeter, uh, Demeter is one. Uh, Demeter is the one I tend to go with.
0: Okay, <coughs> which was the de- uh, deity of harvest and growth. Right. When Hades, the lord of the underworld, fell in love with her, he carried Persephone off and into uh, off into the death of. Death to be his queen. Wow.
1: uh, Hades uh, carried Persephone into the underworld. And he gave her a ultimatum. Stay here with me. But if you eat any of the food here that is in the underworld, you must stay with me. In her hunger, while she was trapped, she ate one seed of a pomegranate fruit. But because it was a pomegranate that came from the underworld, she was trapped. Now... Demeter, in her mourning, all the plants and ve- uh, vegetation here on Earth started to die, and it started to affecting, uh, starting. Uh, try that again. Started to affect the mortals. <laughs> Zeus saw this to happen, and he goes and pleads with his brother Hades to say, "You need to let Persephone come back into the world." But because she had already eaten that one seed, he said she can come back for a certain amount of time during the year. But she must come back into the underworld with me every year for a small amount of time. Which is the way that Greco-Romans described the seasons.
0: And that's pretty much everything that – everything he just discussed was basically on the same form that I was going to read. But now I'm asking you because – I don't know if this is just a memory of something I saw on TV or or if it actually had to do with Persephone. But I had remembered, and maybe it was Hades I'm remembering more than Persephone. Um, but I had heard there was this story a little different, unless it was a story that dealt with Hades. But I thought it was always Persephone in my mind. Was more like not a love story, but was kind of like she got trapped down there and she was supposed to follow him up, follow this person up, like the like the deal was if if he could follow, she she would follow him all the way up. But if he turned around, whoever the guy was, and looked, she was gonna be pulled back.
1: Uh, you're confusing the uh, the concept of the story of uh, Persephone and Hades with the story of uh,
0: something else was Sodom
1: and Gomorrah and Lot and his wife, because Lot was uh, when uh, Lot and his family fled uh it was either Sodom or Gomorrah which one of the two twin cities they lived in they were not allowed to look back now Hades fell in love with Persephone which is I why he pulled part. her back into the uh, pulled her into the underworld as far as the rest of that that that's just a collaboration of the, between the two stories
0: okay cuz in my mind i was like but wasn't it and i was like or do i have my stories mixed up
1: yeah. and i
0: figured it was and i just figured i'd ask just to be sure because one of my tattoos on my back actually stands for persephone but my mind wasn't cre- was getting it mixed up like i said excuse me um okay the next one is osiris there are several different versions and myths of of osiris from egypt but all of those are related to his early life and his death and his rebirth obviously um which
1: is what we're touching upon
0: basically o- osiris was originally a, was was originally a god, but in his own right, he had like divine energies. He was of godhood, but he wasn't considered a god yet.
1: Right, because the Egyptians and uh, the way that they perceive their gods, that they were born, and they could potentially eventually die, but you had to earn your godhood state.
0: Right. I mean, it's very hard to understand. Egyptian mythology, anyway, because the gods start becoming each other.
1: Right, and you also got to remember the the name Osiris is the Latinized form of the Egyptian name.
0: What does it mean in Latin?
1: Uh, I don't know what the definition means in Latin, but in uh, in the actual Egyptian form, the spelling based on the hieroglyphics translation into English is U S I R, User, User. It's not OSIR, O-S-I-R-I-S. It's U-S-I-R.
0: Yeah, that just had a different form of validation for me that I didn't realize it had. Okay. Um, anyway, so... In, in, uh, but, but, like I said, a lot of the stories is that at least he died and he returned twice. Right. Okay. And also there's an association with jealous rivals that murdered him. And cast, it, and cast Osiris into the Nile. His sister, which is also his wife, Os- uh, Isis, hunted down the body and put him back together, more or less. Um, but Osiris soon died once again. And in time, his body was wrapped into pieces and scattered across the world, so to speak. Mm-hmm gathered up fragments and joined them together into a burial when the other gods saw that Isis's devotion and renewed Osiris again, resurrecting him as a god.
1: Uh, He's also known as the Lord of Love, the King of the Living, and the Eternal Lord.
0: Yes, I'm sorry, my head was somewhere else. Next we have is Odin. Odin is the chief god of the Norse. Am I ever pronouncing that right, Norse? Norse, yes. Yes, Norse mythology, who gained great wisdom by undergoing several trials in order to achieve the knowledge from beyond the realm of the dead. Odin uh, decided to sacrifice himself. He took a spear and drove it into his side. Then he tied a noose to the...
1: what? And drove it into his side? What did I say? I'm d- I just want you to repeat it. A spear. It. A spear?
0: Good Lord. <laughs> he stabbed himself. Let's go him there.
1: <laughs> with a spear.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, all right. Sounds then. familiar, doesn't it? Nah, shut up. <laughs> it's the way my mouth is working. I don't know why. No, It had
1: nothing to do with your faux pas and uh, pronunciation.
0: That had to do with Jesus. I know.
1: I'm making points here.
0: I was going to get there. But that's why I was laughing because I figured you were just picking on me, because nope, you normally not this time. are. <laughs> okay, but um, let me figure wh- where I was and drove it into his side again. Then he uh, tied the noose around the world tree and hanged himself for nine days. Let me flip my page. And after the sacrifice, Odin returned stronger than ever. If the tale of suffering, death, and resurrection sounds familiar and most likely to Christianity, it's because of Northern Europe. It's because of how it has reached Northern Europe long before the writing had been finished and coexisted with the Norse religion. Mm-hmm. So this is why they these two somewhat are similar.
1: Also, in uh, Old English, his name was Odin, and... Woden. Uh, woden, in Old Saxon it was Woden, in Old High German it was Wutan or Wutan, all stem, uh, stemming from the uh, reconstructed photo germanic uh, theonym Wodeness.
0: Wodeness.
1: Wodeness. Hmm.
0: I never Spelled
1: W O D A N A Z.
0: I just never heard that. I,
1: I may fire. be completely uh, butchering that. Uh, I, I'm, there's a lot of names I had to learn from this episode. So if I yeah, exactly. if I mess up a couple of them, forgive me. That's why I'm not busting Lady Stars and Fire's balls.
0: That's what I said right from the beginning. I'm like, all right, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Next is um, Ganesh. Ganesh is most known because he has the elephant head.
1: Yeah, the Hindu elephant god. It's the easiest god.
0: to remember because of the elephant head. Because, But he is a Hindu god. He is the most recognizable one of the Hindu gods. Due to the ancient origins of Hinduism and the large number of traditions, there are varieties and stories which explain how he came to be in the possession of the head. Mm-hmm. One of the tales that Ganesh had, by... Uh, I didn't write this one down. Ganesh was made. Ganesh was made by the goddess, Parvati. Uh,
1: the origin of the elephant head is interesting, as it relates to a well-known uh, Bible story. Ganesh was created by Parvati, i.e., Tara and Kali, to guard her bath, but then beheaded by Shiva. Shiva. The destroyer. When Ganesh came between Shiva and Parvati? Laughing, Shiva then replaced Ganesh's original head with that of an elephant, thus removing Ganesh from the obstacle uh, separating him from the naked Parvati.
0: Yeah. And they said that and another thing was a part of. Another idea behind that was also that uh, the reason Chavez might have got given Chavez might have also given him an elephant head was because Ganesh was supposed to be so beautiful,
1: and she likes long, thick things.
0: Oh God! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum-ba-dum-bum>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: you knew it was coming.
0: Well. I'm sorry. What the conversation we had earlier tonight? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um,
1: Boy, that sounded
0: wrong. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. Um, number five is Lemminkainen. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how hard that was for me to get out. Lemminkainen.
1: Oh, um, knowing you, I know, <laughs> and I'm really impressed.
0: It, okay. Let me figure out where I am. Is a her- Also known
1: as the resurrection of the handsome yet frivolous Finnish epic hero. Lemon
0: well, I mean, Kennan is? Yeah. Okay, now I was making sure that, that I was with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's just the way you threw it out there at me. I was like, are we still in this? Well, huh? Okay, anyway, I'll shut up.
1: Would you like to see my laptop?
0: No, I believe you. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard enough time keeping up with myself today because Fair enough. of the words and the names. Okay.
1: Yeah, there's no chance in hell you'd ever keep up with me then.
0: Yeah, no. I'm, that's why I'm looking at you like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Was a hero who was set out, uh, who, who had set out on a mission to capture the black swan from the river of the underworld. He di- Go ahead.
1: I'm going to read a, uh, a part of a one of the epic poems regarding him. Thus became a mighty hero, in his veins the blood of ages, red erect and form-commanding, grown of mind and body perfect. But alas, he had his failings, bad indeed his heart and morals, roaming in unworthy places, staying days and nights in sequences at the homes of merry maidens, at the dances of the virgins, with the maids of braided tresses."
0: It's actually really nice.
1: It's very nice poetry. Well, I don't know. It's deep
0: in a weird way. Uh, The
1: old epic poetry is not modern poetry. Right. But I I like it personally. Yes,
0: I do too. I mean, like I said, it's deep in a. You have to be deep to get it. An
1: old world way.
0: Right. Yeah, you have to be deep to get it. Otherwise, you're like, what? But okay. So what I was getting at. Without
1: the poem, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I felt like that that no, needed to be read beforehand. No, it, 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 it just leads into what you're going uh, going into.
0: It does. It does because, like, like I said, it's it's an older version. I can't get there, but I mean, I can't get it out of my mouth the right way. It's phrasing. It's, the phrasing isn't working anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, he dies in an attempt of his body uh, sinking in the water after he went into the underworld for the black swans. do do this. Huh? Oh, okay. And I'm sorry, I had to figure out where I left off. So he dies in an attempt of, of his body sinking into the water after he went in for the black swans. His body breaks upon the rocks all the way down to the bottom. Lemming... Kenan's mom comes to search for him and gathers together all of the body parts and more or less is returning her, this does not return her son back to life as she is trying to so she then tends, she then sends the bees to fetch some of the god's honey and which that thick which is thick and is able to more or less put him back together right So, that is where that comes from, coming into his poem that he started off with. Now, how did we pronounce this? Tamaz? Uh, Tamaz. Tamaz. Was a Sumerian god of vegetation, who is supposed to have had started out as a mortal king when he was taken as a lover by the goddess, and I don't know how to pronounce that, Ennen? Of what? Enenna.
1: And then I'm not seeing that one. What I, the first thing I'm popping up here, because I've got two different pages to go with, is the Easter, or Ishtar, symbolism of the Sunday resurrection of the spring fertility cult. Easter, the Anglo-Saxon form of Ishtar, is a pagan, uh, pagan system of worship that first uh, penetrated Christianity in the 2nd century. The symbolism stems from the death of Tamaz, or Dumaz, on Friday and his resurrection on Sunday.
0: We're gonna leave it at that because, some, as I'm reading, I must have overlooked this one because there's some stuff I can't pronounce, and uh, I'm not even gonna try.
1: Yeah, this is a very uh, a very Hebrew God or person because, based on what I've seen, he's not really a god, right? More as a just a figure in uh, Judeo. Mythology or theology, depending on how you want to look at it, because I don't, want to, I don't want to disrespect our Jewish friends or listeners by calling him something that he's not. But this is what I'm seeing. That it is not so much a deity as, because there's, in their mindset, there's only the one deity. But he is somebody of religious significance. Right. Hebrew roots, neglected, commandments, uh, Idolatry, yeah, this sounds, this sounds interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, I mean, it wasn't going to come out right, and it was too much all over the world for me to get, to make it make sense, considering, you know, how I talk. Let's face it, guys, I've said it a million times, I'm dyslexic, I have trouble putting my stuff together in the first place, and right. uh, I kind of picked a show to really make it sound bad. <laughs>
1: Dumuzid, later known by the alternate form of Tumaz, is an ancient Mesopotamian uh, god associated with shepherds, who is also the primary consort of the goddess Inanna, later known as Ishtar. In Sumerian mythology, Dumuzid's sister was—oh, God, give me give me strength—Gish uh, Inanna, the goddess of vegetation. There's the connection.
0: Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. uh, You don't understand people. He doesn't have trouble with pronunciation the way I do. So when he's like going, oh, my God, I don't mean to be happy. But it's nice to see him suffer in my normal level.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Let's put it this way. My native language is West Virginian hick. My second language is sarcasm. My third language is English. So as you can imagine, my phonetics aren't the greatest, (laughs) but I've studied Latin, French, Gaelic, Germanic, Italian, and uh, Hungarian to try to understand some of the pronunciations of these different gods throughout my life. I can't speak any one of those languages fluently. I can only speak one sentence in French to be completely honest with you. So I'm when I try to pronounce these names based on what I see off of my own <coughs> mind, I'm playing with a, a set of phonetics that's large and wide until I go back and actually do the research of, okay, this word is coming from this language which uses this phonetic set, and then I can pull it out and what I need to do. <clears throat> this word, which I just attempted to speak, is one I've never seen before. I don't know the root of it. I've got a pretty good idea. Because it was mentioned that it was a Mesopotamian. The word spelling is G-E-S-H-T-I-N-A-N-N-A. Gishhtinan?
0: <laughs> I'm not even trying.
1: Geshtanan. <laughs> so, you know. That's what you get on a. Like, just real quick glance at it. You might be like, what in the hell is that little hillbilly talking about? but that's what you get.
0: Hey, at least the hillbilly is intelligent and smart, and he gets what he reads. I barely speak English sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, huh, the English. So I cannot pick on him in any way, shape, or form, but it's nice to see sometimes him have the problem, and I don't mean to be egotistical, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, we all have our own ego issues. We just gotta fight them and uh, take our uh, victories where we can get them. That exactly. was one. Of, that was one of yours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for once, I get one. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes to that, I get several. But in that, in this category, I don't normally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Most categories, you don't. Shut do. up.
0: <laughs> all right. So, like I said, we're not gonna have time to go over all of them. I'll go ahead and I'll speak of Krishna. Did you want to try to get ready for the other? you want to just go through them all?
1: Uh, go ahead and go through them all.
0: I. While do, you look it up. I do, go. Yeah, okay. According to... Okay, Krishna. Uh, uh, here we go. According to the Mahabharata. Haraba. Uh, say that again? Mahabharata.
1: Very good. That was exact.
0: Yay! Another Hindu. That's what.
1: That's what threw me off. I was like, I was about to correct. She was like, No.
0: <laughs> Say that again. She got it right. I have my little notes here, and sometimes I can figure out what I was writing. Um, according to the Mahabharata, another Hindu god, epic god, was Krishna. A Devan? No, not a Devan.
1: It's a god, right?
0: I don't care what your name means. It's a god. You are very, you, I don't care.
1: I'm technically correct.
0: You are not in that country. <laughs>
1: lowercase, <laughs> g, lowercase G, right?
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is Devin, if you look up the name, it means God.
1: Lowercase G. Still. So I'm technically correct. It's a Devin.
0: Don't listen to him. <laughs> All right. Krishna is Krishna. Krishna is an incarnation of the God Vish, Vishnu. 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 Okay, I said it right. And uh, the form of Krishna allowed the God a better understanding of creation and to interact with his people. After many adventures, wars, explorations of nature and the universe, Krishna was attending a festival. Like I said, this is a very fast way of getting through all of these gods. At the festival, a conflict broke out and Krishna Krishna, uh, retires to the woods to meditate. While he is contemplating under a tree, contemplating, yeah, you know, he's meditating under the tree. The uh, A hunter mistakes him for a deer and wounds him with an arrow. Krishna dies and his body is burned, but... Instead of him becoming ashes and decaying, and so to speak, he ascends to heaven. Now, the next one, Q, How did you say this? I'm sorry, which one? I'm on number two. With a Q. Quinzucato. Yeah, this just, just ain't coming out of my mouth. Was one of the great gods of various... Go ahead,
1: Mesoamerica.
0: Thank you, Mesoamerica. Um, he was usually shown as a feathered serpent. Correct. He was given his frightening appearance in place of the of his formal, ugly, and what? How do you pronounce it, pock pockmarked? Uh, chicken pock marks. Okay, chicken pox is what I have to say to get that out of my mind. The pockmarked marked face.
1: Pock marks, yes.
0: Yes, sorry, it's, it's always trying to pronounce it differently. Um, once, when drunk, he called upon his sister, more or less, and he proceeded to have sex with her. By sobering up, he became ashamed, and he placed himself as a sarcophagus and went floating down the river. Become. Coming to the rest of the river bank, he, he then took all of the possessions of himself and everything else and he burned them until burned them to their death. The ashes rose into the air and birds came. His heart entered into the sky, considering to be the morning star. after four days and after four days in the underworld, he returned then to heaven right on. Okay, Atomus. Atis. At. sorry. I don't, I don't even know where I put the M in there. It's not yeah, I,
1: there. I, I have no idea where the M is coming from. It makes no <laughs>
0: sense. I like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, Atis was a, how do you pronounce that? Uh, Aresian. Parisian?
1: Parisian.
0: and When I looked it up earlier, it was pronounced with an F. Phrygian.
1: It could. Uh, that very well could be the case. I pronounce it with an A.
0: That's why I was lo- looking at you weird because I was like, "No, I remember hearing the F." Okay. And Or region. it could.
1: Or it could just be what you heard in your mind.
0: Either way, that's just why when you were saying it, I was like, "Is that really the words? Or are we looking at the same words?" Okay.
1: Yeah. Because this one, I that word, I actually looked up. Because I knew most of the names of these gods The word Aresian, I did not know I had to look that one up
0: Yeah, like I said, as I was going through it I'm like, what the hell did I do for tonight? But anyway, um, all right, You stuffed a
1: stock in your mouth
0: Yes, I sure did God who, uh, anyway, it was a Aresian god Who later entered into the Greek and Roman pantheons Correct as the partner of the goddess, Celibly,
1: I agree to disagree. He never actually married her.
0: Well yeah, I was getting there. Um like like some of the other gods associated with death and resurrection at Atis, I finally got it right, hey. was a vegetarian god who was born. Um, Not because he
1: only eat vegetation, but because he was a god of vegetation.
0: Okay. He was born from an almond nurtured. He was born from an almond nurtured and body of the goddess. Attis was just about to get married to the princess when the goddess Sibylle showed up, throwing Attis into a frenzy. Sibyl? S- Sibyl. Okay. Into a frenzy, Madden, and uh, castrated him, and he bled to death.
1: Are you saying that she castrated him?
0: That's what I'm getting from here. And when I was reading that, I was like, he is going to completely not agree, meaning you.
1: No, Because this
0: is what I'm understanding from what I read.
1: He castrated himself. Because he wanted nothing to do with Sybil. He was in love with this uh, princess. But he had been promised by his mother to become the consort of Sybil. And in order to prevent that fate from happening, he tied his nuts to the earth and castrated himself.
0: Okay. Well... uh like you said, when I was reading it, I was like, this just doesn't make sense to me. But I was reading what I was taking from there.
1: And as his seed spilt upon the earth, thus as he became from an almond seed, his seed spilt upon the earth and became the tree and thus his rebirth and resurrection.
0: And he's associated with the pine tree.
1: The pine tree, the almond tree, uh, most, uh, most tree vegetation, not all but those trees that they represented as not as important as like say the holly or the the yoke. Hmm.
0: Okay. See, this is a learning experience for all of us because obviously I didn't know a lot of this. So that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily that I'm doing the show about shit I don't know about, but I was I wanted to go after the resurrection of stuff, but like I said it's stuff we can all learn together.
1: Right. And, 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 I've had an affinity for trees for a long time and there was a video game I played when I was 18 years old and it was this old Robin Hood game and I can't remember the name of, uh, of it because the computer I played it on caught a virus that was inside the game. But it gave some of these old school uh, Germanic slash Gaelic names for the trees like doer for oak, D-U-I-R. <clears throat> and as I was playing the game and I started learning some of these names, it just sparked something in me. that was like, really? Why is that? And so I went to the library because back then the internet was brand new, so you couldn't look up anything and everything on it. So we still had books and libraries. Imagine that. I'm that old. So <laughs> <laughs> I uh, went and dis- discovered what that word doer, D-U-I-R, meant. Because in the game it was represented as oak. I'm like, that can't be right. Oh, it is right. Really? Okay. Let's do some research here. And it just sparked a love for me of ancient theology and uh, ancient anthropology that persists to this day.
0: That's very cool. It's very interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I, I. Where uh, uh, the next only only one left for us to talk about would be Jesus. That
1: would be Jesus.
0: Well, I wasn't sure if that's where you were meaning for me to go or here.
1: Yeah, no, I was meaning for us to move forward.
0: Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, and then obviously the number one would be Jesuits. Jesuits. I got it right. Um, and I mean, like I said, we really there's nothing that I can tell you you don't already know for the most part.
1: Right, but. There is some stuff that you can perceive from all of these previous stories that we've mentioned. Well,
0: bring you to Jesus. Or Jesuits. To a point.
1: Well, I, I don't know if bring you to Jesus is the right word. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, not, the right not, phrasing. I know what you're saying. <laughs> It's, uh, you can how, see... Like you
0: said in the beginning, how they kind of all will bring you to the same.
1: Right. Uh, there's all these different gods, which came before... The uh, the Christian faith and how these different faiths have impacted uh, the current faith, which is Christianity. And you know, I'm not here to trying to push you in any one way, shape, or form, but show you a prism of how you can see things from a slightly different light.
0: And that many of those lights all are going to come together in the same way in the end.
1: Exactly.
0: So, doesn't necessarily have to be followed in one direct right direction
1: right and any one of those paths is the right path just because your path is your path doesn't mean uh your neighbor down the street uh down the street who follows a different path isn't also the right path
0: the most important point is you're on a path
1: exactly
0: and if you've gotten on a path then you're at least starting to go in the right direction Bingo. Even if you're questioning yourself and you're having a million issues and problems, you at least are starting to figure out the right thing, so that you can find the healing you need to right. move you forward and soulfully connect with who and what you are.
1: Yes, ma'am. Now, Solarham, real quick. There's not much going on. Surprise, surprise. We're moving between solar cycle 24 and 25. Give you a real quick update. As of April 12th, 2019, uh, 0215 UTC, region 2738 continues to transit the visible solar disk and remains a large, magnetically simple sunspot. How large is the main disk core? Hmm, good question. Below is a nice size comparison. You'll have to go to solarham.com to see that comparison. Considering what I'm looking at, it's one and a half times the size of Earth. Wow. Yeah, it's a good size solar uh, sunspot, but it's it doesn't have a lot going on right now. Solar activity should continue at very low levels in the short term.
0: Hmm. All right, very interesting. I am not going to go over every single bit of astrology because the way I happen to do astrology this week, I will tell you you do if you are into the astrology, you need to go back and check out my uh my personal website or my YouTube channel or go on to Facebook. I will go over a few little details, but the reason why is this, is when I was doing the astrology this week for the weekly healing messages, I had to break it down by day. And I can't give you just a typical overall because it was just the way it was given to me, but I will tell you, do not misunderstand. You have the sun moving this week. You have the you have the sun Mercury and Venus all moving this week. You also just had Jupiter went direct, I mean, went retrograde this week. You still have shadow for like Jupiter, not Jupiter, for sh- uh, 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 Pluto and for. Uh, saturn for the next week and a half to two weeks so this is very important and i've been saying over and over and over again you do have some shadow effects that are going to be slapping you in the face your rules walls or boundaries and those things that have to change must come up and they're definitely going to be coming up especially this week i would expect it to be but they have to come up before they can all go retrograde once everything goes retrograde jupiter saturn and Pluto, things are going to start becoming a lot easier and a lot slower, because now you're working inwardly to make the corrections that you have to. But before you can start seeing those corrections, these things do have to pop up and show themselves to you. With that being said, you have the full moon this week, and everybody is talking about the full moon in Libra. Wrong, 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 wrong. It is not in Libra. It's partially in Libra, but it is not fully in Libra and like I said everybody just wants to see it as it just being in Libra but it's having a void of course this week when we have that full moon it's only in Libra on Thursday Friday it's in Libra and Scorpio and then Saturday it's in Scorpio a full moon technically takes three days it's at its highest point point on that second day but that is not fully when it is. Now, let me give you a little bit of details and we will run through what I can until I'm told it's time to be done. Now, we do have on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, if you're catching this now or you're catching it on Wednesday, the 17th, we do have a T-square, which has been here for a while and it will probably be here, I believe, until about Friday when it breaks up. You have the sun speaking to Saturn and Pluto, which are and shadow and the north node. This is fire, earth, and water energy. I have been be- being given this energy all week. This happens to do with a revolution within yourself, more or less. You have rules, walls, boundaries, and the things that must change within the outer community and with your real uh, you- within your jobs, your careers, your community outwardly, as well as with uh. Ah, crap, I can't get the right word out of my mouth. But anyway, it's it's your outer community and politics. That's where I was trying to get... Religion was trying to come out of my mouth, but that's not what I wanted. Politics is... Fighting off the sun, which is your shine. Where are you not shining because of those rules, walls, and boundaries? Where are you not making those changes? Because there's something in there where you've gotten entirely too comfortable and you think that that's all that can be and therefore you're settling. There's a reason that you're going to have these things pop up in front of you this week because you've got to learn not to settle. And you're going to have the moon on the 17th, which is coupling up with make-make. Make-make is the lotus flower. It is going to be questioning you on your emotions on your sensitivity and the depth of who you are within those relationships make make is the lotus flower again it's going to question you are you still in the muddy murky water are you starting to break through or are you starting to bloom and if you are not blooming and if you're in the muddy and murky water why are you still there that's the question what's keeping you from being there because it's going to be questioning venus mercury uh vista and chiron it's going to be questioning your sensitivity your inner communication as venus and mercury move out of that universal 12th house and into the first house of chiron with chiron in aries so this is about letting go of a whole new cycle and starting new but in order to do that you cannot lie to yourself Then you have the full moon coming in Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Now, this is going to be extra sensitivity, and I'm warning you, within your relationships, period. No matter what all this stuff is talking to. Because, like I said, when you are in, when the moon is in Libra on the seventh house, it's speaking to anything and everything you care about. The seventh house is your relationships, but you have a relationship with any and everything you care about. You have a relationship with your friends, your loved ones, your children, your parents, your people you work with. But you also have a relationship with your job, with your money, with your finances. If you have no job, you know all about the fact that you have no money coming in. You know all about the fact (laughs) that you have no job. So you know about that relationship all too clear.
1: Everything is relative
0: exactly no matter what you care about you have a relationship with it but during this full moon the moon in libra on its first day is pot is uh Coupling up with Pallas, strategic thinking, it is the warrior goddess. And then with Haumea, your collective consciousness, more or less the moon has just adopted the energy of Jupiter, higher learning, higher knowledge, and abundance, and it's going to be bringing it to you. And then it's going to be questioning everything within those relationships as it moves into Sagittarius, making the sensitivity on a whole new higher level, because Scorpio is about what the relationships are responsible for and how you make them clean up clean house start over and resurrect and if they're not resurrecting why aren't they resurrecting and that has everything to do with what this full moon is about I've been saying for the last year relationships were going to start taking a whole new shift on their level of importance and it starts now with that being said I love you guys and we will see you next week
1: I'd like to apologize to everybody uh, for the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, astrology being uh, really short-winded this week. I thought we started a little late. Apparently, I was wrong. So, uh, again, my apologies. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please like, share, and subscribe. Let your friends know about us. Uh, Think about supporting us on Patreon and going out to our Teespring store and getting your own Otherland Dreams apparel. May all your uh, journeys be safe once, and we will see you next time.
0: You can also check out everything on YouTube. Bye. I think that was gone. There's not much on YouTube. My YouTube.
1: Oh, fuck your YouTube. Love you
0: too. Back in time with me for Back were not for sale. And what was sacred?